everybody and welcome. This is Emmanuel and you are listening to the UX Research Club, the podcast which is dedicated to the rising field of user research. Who is this show for? It is for everyone actually, everyone interested in UX, product development, digital transformation. Whether you are working for a large organization or for a startup, this podcast is for you. But if you think that the users are not important, this podcast is not for you as we are putting the user at the center of all our investigations. Very often in companies, user experience researchers are the last roles to be recruited. We UX researchers are also the first role to suffer from budget cuts. Generally, we lack budget, resources, And in many companies, we don't even have in-house UX researcher or budget dedicated to carry any research. They also think that designers or internal people can actually do the research. Some large organizations only have one UX researcher against thousands of designers and product managers. Let me tell you something. I have been in the sector of user experience research for a while, and to be honest, it hasn't been an easy ride. I have spent a lot of time fighting to get a tiny bit of budget, have been working long hours to provide good results for, at the end, not getting much appreciation. I do think that this will happen until our discipline is fully recognized as impactful and essential to all businesses and organizations if they want to build a successful product. User experience researchers at any level must be prepared to take on the responsibilities of evangelizing user experience research, fighting for budget, ensuring that you and your team deliver high quality results and show a lot of resilience. When I look back and I try to calculate how much money I save for the organization I work for and how much revenue I managed to generate through my research, it is incredible without forgetting the amount of major issues that I have identified that would have been catastrophic for the company's offer, image, and reputation. However, I don't think they really see the benefit of user experience research. In fact, they don't really understand what we do. Today's episode, I will talk about the benefit of user experience research. I will explain why organizations don't really value our work what UX research return on investment is, and how to record and calculate this return on investment achieved by doing user experience research. What are the benefits of user experience research? Users, clients, customers, citizens, or whatever you want to call them, they all have something in common. They all want to have access to everything at their fingertips instantly. So their mobile phone, laptop, tablet, watches, TV, etc. Whether you work in B2C, business to client, or B2B, business to business, the same principle applies. Every industry is affected by the digital transformation. Large organizations and many companies have been challenged by the flexibility and the reactivity of startups and new innovative enterprises. If they don't want to die, they must do something quickly, moving online if they haven't done it yet, by creating their presence through a website or an app, large org if they are still running offline processes such as relying heavily on customer support, sales, or even paper-based applications, they really need to improve their digital internal processes. Without those changes, they may experience drastic consequences. Generally speaking, startups have a much better understanding of what user research is and really value the importance of understanding user needs. 
the issue with startups is they don't always have much budget to start with, to recruit you as a researcher or to be able to pay for an agency. Startups are more likely to run DIY research. In a few weeks, I will be doing a series of three episodes on how to plan, run, and analyze user testing sessions. I hope this will help some of you. So, startups are more likely to embrace UX research, while large organizations are not so enthusiastic. Very often, people do not like changes, they do not like to be challenged, and on top of that, they tend not to understand what we do. The best we can get is to be called UX designers, and they think the only thing we do is a tick-the-box usability testing exercise. Last week, I did an episode on user research is far more than usability. I highly recommend you, if you have the time and if you are interested, of course, to listen to it. Before, organizations used to tell customers what they needed to do. This type of approach is not going to help them for much longer. They started to revamp their site, but today many realize and design, even if the profession has now some specialties such as visual design, interaction design, content design, this is not enough to create a successful product or services. A product may look great, but if the user can't use it, all the money that you have spent in your design agency or designer may have been a bit of a waste. So what is user experience research and what is its added value? User experience research uses scientific research methods, quantitative and qualitative, to understand and evaluate user behavior, needs, and motivation while using a digital product or service. By conducting research through the different phases of the product development, you will understand your clients, the users, and the user needs, identify issues that the user experience while using your product, it will help you to identify the gap in the market and opportunities for your business. It will help to limit the risk to release a product which is not ready. And its financial benefit will be to reduce the cost and to increase revenue. I'm not sure organizations realize all those benefits. They tend to dismiss the financial implication to reduce the development or to modify their product. while they could have done it right the first time around, just by integrating research to their product development. Some of them have been more open-minded and realized that the only way to keep up with the expectation of both customer and industry is to conduct UX research on a regular schedule by including UX research through their product development process and starting as soon as possible with a discovery. Let me give you an example. While I was doing some work for a snack box delivery company, I mentioned this project before in one of my previous episodes, the sale of a new offer was not going as expected which was due to a blocker in the middle of the user journey. The blocker in the user journey led the user to leave the site and not to complete the transaction. Other interesting findings also came out of those sessions. The client wanted to evaluate the desirability of other offerings, which was to sell online large snack bags. When we were talking with the users, the participants of our research, they generally said that they could get a much better and cheaper offer in supermarket and they were not very interested in this new offering. But instead, they mentioned that they will really like to be able to buy those individual small snack portion in shops. When we presented the result of the research to the business, they became very interested about the new offering. They tried the new concept and it was successful. The proof is that even now, you can still see all the snacks in the supermarket or shops in the UK and in the US. When the new concept was on trial, they also identified that the offering was also responding to the desire of a completely different audience. 
that was not currently ordering online, and they were more likely to go to shops to buy their snack boxes. As you can see, in the same research session with 20 participants, we could identify the following. One, the issue with the user journey to order a box for a friend or family. This was fixed as a result. There were an increase of the transaction, therefore an increase of revenue. Two, we identified that there was no much appetite for the prospective offering to sell a large snack bag, which meant that the business didn't spend the money in launching a new product, which was probably going to be unsuccessful. This reduced the cost. Three, we identified the desire for a new offering that was tested and seems to be successful as many years later, this offering is still in shops. Therefore, I assume this is generating new channel of revenue. Keeping in mind that this company didn't have in-house researcher and contacted me as I was running my own UX research agency at that time. I supported them through the process. I worked very closely with the business and the marketing team to understand their objective and what they wanted to find out. Furthermore, I got them involved all the time and run the session in their own office by creating a DIY lab setting up session in one room and let them watch live session in the room next door. This was very interesting to see them commenting and taking on board what the users were saying. It was the first time they were doing UX research and you could see how it has changed the way of saying their client and their offerings. The other day, I came across an article about this company and they were saying that this technology multi-channel retailer was one of the early pioneers of the subscription model in the snacking industry and combine his data expertise with healthy food innovation to create healthy grab-and-go snacks to rival left optimal choices from candy bars to salty snacks that line everywhere in checkout aisles in the stores across the US and the UK. When I started the research for this company, they had zero intention to start selling the snacks in supermarket. These coming from the research the return of investment is huge. I should have worked for free and asked for a commission on all the sales. Oh well, this was a five-week research, so very interesting. Let me give you another example. I work for a European travel booking company and we were testing their first iPad app. It was a while ago. Uh, it was at the early stage of the uh, iPad. The testing was simple. It was to check the end-to-end -end user journey of uh, booking a flight. The session were done in France and the app was in French. Session were done uh, in one of the office in which we invited the participants. The session were done in a meeting room and we recruited uh, different type of users. All sessions were recorded, analyzed, etc., etc. The first part of the session was very interesting to understand the user, their travel habits. It was a mini discovery. And the second part was based on tasks to identify if the user were able to book their flight. The design looked good. Uh, we couldn't identify massive issues and the look and feel was great. Actually, the designer did a very good job. The app was neat and looked very good. But while we were testing the overall user journey, the user became very frustrated every time they were using specific filters, such as airport of their choice, as well as direct flight only. The backend was not taking into consideration those elements. Therefore, the results provided were not meeting at all the expectation of the end user. 
the comment when the user was speaking aloud expressed a lot of frustration, a lack of trust in the app, and very little motivation to use the product in the future. We also did a SUS, a System Usability Scale, which is a 10 affirmation, which is evaluating the usability of a digital product. It is a five-point scale from strongly disagree to strongly agree that helps to calculate a score, not a percentage. So in short, if your score is below 68, your product is not ready to be released. In this instance, the score was 52, which was super low for an iPad app. This research permitted to identify the issue to get the product team and the developers to work on it. A few weeks later, the product was fixed and was ready for launch. This research not only identified an issue, but also highlighted that if the product was released without fixing the issue, the impact would have been detrimental not only to the image of the company, but also led to revenue losses. One more example, uh, this one in the public sector, when I was a consultant. I work on many Gov projects, including Exemplar, related to the Gov.uk. Let me give you a bit of background. The UK government went through a massive digital transformation, which started in 2012. They were moving agile, creating Exemplar, moving online all their systematic processes, creating uh, the Gov.uk, standardization of the design of all the Gov sites, creating a design system, creating a dedicated department, GDS, introduction to user research into their product development, putting the user at the center of all their product development. My God, what an achievement. I can compare with all the other countries. Some are so far behind in comparison. A lot of work has been put into the gov.uk. I even presented a paper at a conference in Human and Computer Interaction International, I think it was in 2018, about how essential it is to integrate user research to the government product development. I will put the detail of this paper in the description of the podcast if you are interested. The challenge that all the governments have with the digital transformation is to optimize processes to reduce the cost. Reducing costs is at the center of all the government and organization objectives. The Gov.uk created 25 exemplars to digitize the government services, such as changing the address of your driving license, applying for an apprenticeship, renewing your passport online, applying for your benefit, etc., etc. Those were called exemplars, in which we could identify the best practices. They were also moving the product development in-house, following the agile methodology, instead of buying off the shelf solutions. Contractors and agencies were all involved to provide developer, product managers, scrum master, designer, content designer, and researcher, etc. User research became central to the digitization of the government and the creation of the gov.uk following the discovery alpha, beta, private beta helped to understand the end user, adapt policy to the online processes, and translate technical policy content into accessible content that could be understood by all citizens making all the government services accessible via mobile phone and providing also proper back-office digitized processes. Without the user research, I don't think they could have achieved this result. As you can see with those examples, there is a clear return on investment in including user research to your product development. But why organizations do not value user experience research? 
Some organizations may be aware of what user research is, but they do not believe nor trust the outcome. One of the reasons may be sabotage. They may think they have done some user research, but it was done by a member of their staff or by a designer in a DIY mode. When research is done by people without research background or expertise, they may have provided unreliable and wrong results that may not have impressed their internal stakeholders. Sometimes, there is a lack of understanding of what we do. People generally associate user research with usability. Just a tick-the-box exercise. I dedicated my previous podcast on UX research is far more than usability. Stakeholders are uncomfortable with the outcome of research. People do not really like to be challenged, especially when they work for months and months on the delivery of a product and a result are not always good news. The main issue is the maturity of the business. We get very often the following comments. We already know what the user wants. We know our users. Do you really know them? This is my question. User research is expensive and we can't see the direct return on investment. But it is far more expensive to make changes, redo or try to put some plaster on your product and how long the plaster is going to last. They don't trust user research because it relies on a lot of qualitative data. They want numbers. Yes, we know that. What is best? Validating your assumption with preconceived ideas or discover what you don't know? By the way, we also use quantitative. We use mixed methods. Many user researchers aren't trained as a researcher and may provide the wrong recommendation. This is really an issue in the industry. I would highly recommend to create a degree dedicated to user research. Any university program manager or dean, if you are interested, please contact me. I'm more than happy to help on this initiative. Designer, product manager, generally they do not like to be challenged by user feedback. Who does? Ideas may be dismissed by user research findings. This is part of the exercise. Nothing wrong with that. But feedback needs to be embraced. It costs too much money to do research. When you build a house, Will you save money on the research pre-construction? Probably not. Then in the long run, building a digital product costs much more than building a house. Overall, it is a question of maturity. A job as a researcher is to challenge assumptions, gather evidences, and make a clear account of who the users are, what are their needs, and make sure the product or services that you are trying to build is suitable and usable by everyone. On many occasions, I see product owner or stakeholder not happy with the research result, as it doesn't support their assumption. This is very frequent for researchers to be criticized. Their results are not welcome and sometimes dismissed. We just need to keep in mind that we need to be gentle when we land some of our findings, that they can upset some of the stakeholders. At the end of the day, we are here to support them calculate and demonstrate the return on investment of user experience research. Based on Nielsen Norman Group publication, development projects should spend 10% of their budget on usability. Following a usability redesign, websites increase the desired metrics by 135% on average. Conversion rate sales increased by 100%. Traffic of visitors increased of 150%. 
user performance productivity by 161%, and use of new features by 202%. Return on investment on incorporating UX research can go up to 301%. Conventional wisdom claims that for every $1 you spend in UX research, you will get between $2 to $100 in return. If you integrate user experience research, you will increase sales, increase traffic, improve user performance, get a better customer satisfaction due to the ease to use, reduce costs, reduce development and fixed costs. As you all know, all organizations and businesses are driven by numbers and measurement instead of the purpose of what they are offering. They want to optimize sales without thinking beyond the cash coming in. If the client is dissatisfied, they will compensate with more marketing of another strategy to cover up the dissatisfaction instead of trying to understand what the client really value and what will make them appreciate and enjoy your product. Despite the growing numbers of executives who feel that UX research is a critical component of their business, it can be very difficult to find relevant evidences to justify your budget. How do you measure user experience research success? As we are operating behind the scene, we are not providing amazing design or trendy presentation. We are operating to understand what needs to be done and provide evidences for you to make the best decision for your product to meet the user needs. How will you be able to create, build, and improve a product if you don't know who the user are, what are their needs, how your product fit their ecosystem, and how do they interact with your product? Here are some tips that help me. And I hope this will help you to demonstrate the return on investment on user experience research. Here are some points which I use, which are internal impact, global impact, how many people did you speak with, how many projects did you complete, collect the number of blockers you have identified, categorize the finding with a severity scale, create a yearly report for all the research impact, such as number of projects completed, number of participants you spoke with, which method did you use and how many times you use each method, align the project with a business objective, how many research requests did you get, how many projects were completed, what was the impact, low, medium, high impact. Uh, start having some KPIs such as a system usability scale or start creating a survey to evaluate what matters to your users. How much more traffic did your site obtain? How much more revenue did your business make? and what was the saving, etc., etc. I hope those will help. And actually, if you prepare like a yearly report with all those findings, they are quite impressive. Most of the time, you know, people don't expect any of them. Every user experience research project will have some kind of return on investment, some small while other big one. The example I walk you through today were about identifying possible risks to release a product which was not ready, reducing the cost, identifying blockers or identifying opportunities. User experience research is essential. And honestly, when you have a potential of 300% prospective return on investment, I sometimes don't understand why organizations don't see it. Sometimes they rather invest in something which has no chance to succeed, but it looks good and sounds good. The takeaway of return on investment of user experience research is Reduce the risk to launch a product which is not ready. Identify blocker that can be fixed. Identify gap in the market and opportunities. Evaluate whether or not a new initiative needs or not to be pursued. 
draw an account of who your users are and what are their needs, reduce the development time, etc. As you can see, it is a no-brainer to do user experience research. Unfortunately, not enough people in the business and company understand that. What I have noticed is that once a product manager or a stakeholder have experience working with a UX researcher or UX research team, they tend to become a best advocate. They keep asking for more research and they can really see the benefits of doing user research. It really helps them to create a successful product. I would recommend to allocate between 10 to 15% of the product budget to user experience research. If you can do it, this is a good start. For me, user experience research is a support function, and our objective is to support the business and provide evidences for them to make the best decision they can. This is to help them to release a product that will be successful, that will generate revenue or reduce cost. This can only happen if it is meeting the user needs. I hope you enjoyed this episode today. If you have any question, do not hesitate to contact me on info at uxresearchclub.com. You can also find a lot of information about user research by reading my book, Practical User Research, which covers how to integrate user research to your product development. Details will be in the description of this podcast. And finally, if you want to support the UX Research Club, please share it with your network on social media or write a review. See you next week for a new episode and thank you for listening. Goodbye.